Welcome to For Good Measure, an interview series celebrating diverse composers and other creative artists, sponsored by a grant from the California Arts Council. I'm Nanette McGinnis, Artistic Executive Director of Ensemble for These Times. In this week's episode, we continue our conversation with Darian Donovan Thomas, who we spoke to in December 2021. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. You're a violinist who performs in multiple genres, a composer, a media queer artist, and more. You write, My identity is intersectional. I am black, I am gay, I am Latinx. I am a musician, I am an installation artist. I am bipolar, I am happier than your average New Yorker. And you also say, It all comes down to this question. Who am I supposed to be? Who am I to you? Will you let me be complicated? How do all those aspects of your life influence, interact with, and balance each other? Right, yeah. Um, I think in school, and maybe in previous generations, there was kind of this idea that uh, things need to be segmented. Um, I know, especially before New Amsterdam Records, right? Like, there is this mentality of, music versus not serious music um that was pretty hardcore and then i think with albums like penelope or with william Bertel's experiments and works i think we started getting to a point where it's like oh you can really merge the two and everything can be considered serious everything can be a worthwhile source point uh for inspiration and and i just remember hearing these artists while i was down in texas where i'm from um, and finding this music in high school and early college, being like, wow, they sound so much like themselves. And finding Angelica's music and being like, she sounds so much like herself and no one else sounds like this. And it's so refreshing and exciting to hear a person who just, I don't know, creates with a way of like, this is what I want to say, this is how I want to say it, and this is how I'm going to say it. Um, kind of uncompromising. And it felt remarkably authentic and enticing and I was like oh there's no way I can do anything other than that um and so I had to do some internal research you know and just be like well okay if they sound like themselves it must be because they know themselves so then I have to know myself which is terrifying but (laughs) um (laughs) at the same time really wonderful and really healthy and so I just uh I feel like the process of being a composer or being an artist is an eternal process of coming to terms with yourself And really figuring out, like, who am I? How has that changed from who I was? How could that change from who I'm going to be? And how do I represent that accurately? And the easiest way, honestly, is just pulling from the different sound worlds that I'm of, right? Like, my parents had a small music label when I was a child. Um, My dad was a producer of non-classical music, like lots of um, dance, hip-hop, stuff like that. And so I got all this critical discussion about music, pop music as a child by accident. And it's like, well, there's no reason to discredit that. Like I should absolutely be using that. And so I use a lot of electronics in my music. I use sometimes four on the floor drum beats. I (laughs) like pull from different genres (laughs) for percussion and bass. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And then when it comes to the personal side, like what is the music of a queer community? You know, like, dance is really important in queerness and that expression of body and that expression of presence in space. This overlaps with blackness too, of like rhythm of community. Um, but also of talking about, 
as I said before, like what's going on in the present tense. Like many of the most remarkable black artists comment on the society that they're in and comment mm-hmm. on how they fit within that, how they don't fit within that. And also give a bit of an idea of how it should or could be too. And this ties into like the other half of me that's Mexican, right? With magical realism and these ideas of the world being both what it is and what it isn't at the same time and how we move through that. And a lot of naturism and really discussing, I don't know, existence with the entities of the land or with rivers and things like this. Mm-hmm. It kind of all synthesizes in a really beautiful way that makes sense to me because I'm mixed and because I am of all these experiences. <clears throat> and also in a weird way, like even with the bipolarness, right? Like, as I said before, there are kind of two modes. I, I find myself often choosing like, am I this way or this way at the beginning of the piece? <laughs> it's like, am I making something that's just beautiful? Am I making something that's aggressive? Am I making something that's extremely political and like pointed? Or am I making something that's so soft? Wow. It's just pretty. Um, mm-hmm. And that feels like it comes from having these dual experiences of like manic states versus depressive states or just like emotional nothingness. I don't know. Um, It all kind of ties in. And I think the most authentic thing that I can do then is to represent what the synthesis of all this is because the synthesis of all of it is quite literally me, you know? And so if I can represent that in sound, then I'm representing myself in sound, which feels like I'm doing my job as a composer or as a violinist, improvising um, and fitting myself into these bands and being like, with my very fun instrument dysphoria of like, I don't really want to sound like a violin, but I have all these cool friends at my feet that can like, with all the pedals that can make me sound completely different. And that just also feels tied into figuring out like, how do I represent my experience and my personhood and sound? What does it mean to be media queer? So being media queer is like, because I do work with music, but I also do um, installation art and performance art and have kind of like nothing that's been published, but have dabbled in writing plays before. And of course the written word is super important to me and it finds Mm -hmm. its way into my compositions pretty often. And I don't know, just, I, I like being, refer to as media queer because it allows me the room to move between mediums as I choose. Um, which kind of feels freer than like being a composer and people being like, okay, so you're just going to do sound. And then if I want to branch out from that, giving me side eye and being like, but you're a composer, you're not like a blah, blah, blah. If people just get this, uh, carte blanche type title at the beginning, I think it makes it easier for me to be versatile as versatile as I want to be and as versatile as I am. Thank you for listening to For Good Measure, and a special thank you to our guest, Darian Donovan Thomas, for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast by clicking on the subscribe button and support us by sharing it with your friends, posting about it on social media, and leaving us a rating and a review. To learn more about E4TT, our concert season online and in the Bay Area, or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit us at www.e4tt.org. This podcast is made possible in part by a grant from the California Arts Council and generous donors like you. Four Good Measures produced by Nanette McGinnis and Ensemble for These Times and designed by Brennan Stokes. 
with special thanks to audio engineer extraordinaire Stephanie Newman. Remember to keep supporting equity in the arts and tune in next week for good measure.